shit. What? Now I'm thinking about buying these noise cancelling headphones. Marty, why'd you have to go on about Prime Day? You know, I'm trying to be helpful. Welcome back, episode 17. Plans are optional. I'm Andrew, joined by Marty and Neil. Hello. And today, Neil will be spending the whole time shopping for Prime Day, apparently. Getting those Christmas gifts coming up. You know, it is Apparently, July. It is July, yeah. Marty told me about Prime Day, which sucks, because now I'm just getting sucked into Prime Day. Well, I mean, I understand. You had but, all day. Uh, we got podcasts to do. So we do. We have a uh, few updates from last week. Oh, we do we finally, ever? We finally got our review reviewed on mm-hmm. Podcast Reviews Reviews Podcast. Did you all listen to that? I did. It was good. Neil, I called did you it. Listen to it. Nope. Okay. But I did look at uh, the podcast reviews, reviews podcast. Um, I guess it was his Twitter page. Yes, I read his Twitter because he released his. This was the first week, I believe, where he actually released that podcast on Twitter and he called it his Twitter episode. Is that correct? Uh, that wasn't the one that he just released. Um, he had a Twitter episode. So, in order for an episode to be on Twitter, it has to be. X amount. It has to be pretty short. This last one is probably as long as yet. But um, uh, for our listeners, I'm going to go ahead and put that in there right now. Our first review is a five-star review by Plans Are Optional called Why We Swiped Right on PRRP. First and foremost, the humor. The insights offered in this podcast are nice and deep, real deep. Neil likes the weighty and thought subject matter. Post-recording of our review, we also determined that listening to this podcast gives you the superior ability to play Rocket League. True story. If you had days left to live, this is how you should spend them. We tried to aim for the top with this review, but we are just humbled to be among these people in general. Much love. Thank you, Plans Are Optional. They're actually another podcast that on their podcast, they recorded themselves reviewing this show and then submitting it. So if you check out Plans Are Optional, episode 13, Dad Bod Delight, that's where you'll hear this review being formed, apparently. That's a first for the show, and I think that's wonderful. I'm going to give that review and concept five stars. So yeah, we got five stars. Of course. We could pretend we just listened to it with them, but I'm not that fancy. So yeah, he said five stars for the concept and the review. I think we, we hit our mark, boys. Yeah, I called it. Well, I mean, he <laughs> gave everyone else five stars. Everyone too, gets I five think. stars, don't they? <laughs> every time, every single person, regardless. Hey, hey, those 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 four reviews that were done in one review each got a one and a quarter stars. Yes, that adds up to five, but those reviews got one and a quarter. Uh, well, I, I don't know what to do with it now. Um, there has to be another way around it, but um, we'll find that rabbit hole later on. So also, last week, we put out the challenge to uh, send us an article 
that proves the world is ending or is a sign of the end of times. And we actually had a winner. Yes. They wait until they wait until you know almost almost the almost the end of it. I think it was on the thirteenth they finally got to us. Mm-hmm. It was uh Meredith on Facebook and she's linked an article about over four hundred thousand Facebook users pledge an area fifty one raid. Let's see them aliens. And so that's been all over the news. I, mean, I guess all over the internet at least this week. So I'm hoping none of us actually use that one. I I didn't. But uh I, I don't want to see no. those aliens. And uh earlier this week on Twitter I put uh me and Neil nominated Marty to go in with them Mm-mm. on that. Mm-mm. Why not? I, I've seen Independence Day. I've seen those aliens with the tentacles and the mind control and slamming the guy up against the glass. Mm-mm. Nope, I'm out. Yeah, but what's the likelihood of it being like the movie? I am not going to take that chance. Andrew, Marty, you, you can do it. No, nope, I'm good. No, it was me and Neil voted you. I was you in. I was not present for this conversation. It was uh, it was when you're gone. Is the episode you were gone? We were talking about before it ever became a thing. That's how ahead of the times we are. But knowing Neil, he couldn't have because he never checks Facebook or Twitter. So how would he know? Well, you underestimate him. I do check them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He had me until so. then. <laughs> I did, didn't uh, I? Until then, I got you. Got you there. I do check them. Oh, did you guys have good weeks? Yeah. Uh, I had a good week. Yeah. Yeah. Anything good? Anything worth sharing for the class? Uh, I was uh, on my last week of vacation. So, by definition, it was good. Um, uh, although very uneventful for vacation, but. Um, did manage to dump the kids off at, at grandma's for a few days while the wife was traveling. So got some uh, some good old me time there for the first time in a bazillion years, I think. So translation uh, quality Rocket League time? A little Rocket League, some movies, uh, some food that I like that no one else normally likes. That I just eat what I want. And also, most no- most notably... A tidy house, because when there's one person <laughs> living in a house, and there's no kids, and there's no dogs messing it up, and there's no wife messing it up, because uh, my wife is Ooh. quite messy, um, which she would readily admit to, so that's not that controversial. But uh, it was great. I tidied it when everyone left, and it stayed tidy the whole time. And then four days later, it came. Everyone came back, and now it's a dive. But it was fun while it lasted. So what's what's the meal you get to have by yourself? Um, I mean, it's not like anything in particular. Um, honestly, it's just because it's when it's just you. It's like you. It's no point cooking really. Um, what? So I I was getting like uh, this nice noodle, like health nut noodle thing that they do. Um, I'll get like orange chicken and just go to like the store and just get I don't know a variety of Indian dishes. And just a bunch of garbage and some beer and stuff like that. Mm, healthy bachelor life. You can always get down eating. with some Indian food. I don't know. I've what been trying to cook more lately. What, what are you cooking? What's your 
Oh, I'm I'm pretty boring. I usually uh, potatoes, vegetables, either chicken or pork. Yeah. I need what I really need to do is I need to get a grill because mm-hmm. I'm tired of just cooking in the kitchen, especially this time of year because it's so hot in here, anyways. But um, oh, yeah, it's nice outside. That sounds like pretty much what we cook: like chicken and a vegetable and some rice or potato. But one thing that I don't know if we talked about this before. But one thing that um, really is excellent, um, especially for the non-chef, is a pressure cooker. We started mm-hmm. using that, and we were able to make some great meals in really short time um, with the pressure cooker. Came out really well. So, yep. Back to this Indian food. Prime day by a pressure. I am. Cooker. I, I am kind of a, a somewhat a little <laughs> hesitant to use a pressure cooker myself because I. I'm afraid of it exploding. So they are a little, they are a little scary. I, d- oh, I will admit, when I got it, I was a bit wary, and I, I didn't want to stand in the kitchen um, for the first one or two times, and then I kind of got over that. But you do have to make sure, obviously, you don't open it when it's pressurized because that would be bad. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Whew. What about yeah. you, Marty? How's your week? Um. Week was okay. Um, I reaffirm that I am terrible at Rocket League. Uh, that you both can affirm or confirm, I should say. You can both confirm. Um, <laughs> we uh, confirm. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for the confirmation. Uh, <laughs> it's a very thorough study. It is. Uh, you know, countless uh, hours have been put into that research, and uh, yeah. I'm uh, I'm terrible. It's done through, um, we don't have other than that, no. Um, it's done through our Prime channel. You go highlight of the week. Prime oh my gosh, it. what did I do this week? Specifically, um, I decided on the next so TV show. I'm going to kind of binge and watch through video. late at night when and, um, I can't sleep. And uh, Stargate SG One, right? Which means no. I I decided to do Stranger Things and. The great thing about Stranger Things Can't. is that it's if actually putting me to sleep. So I'm sleeping through the night, which is great. I'm getting I'm getting more sleep than I usually get. So um, thank you, Stranger Things, for uh, not holding my attention as I try to hey, slog through season one. It's kind of hard to again. You can just watch something else, but you, leave it you know it's me, not necessarily good for you to fall asleep but with the TV. I need on. to somewhat. I need to focus a little. That actually leads to more restless nights, Marty. It is what it is. It's actually mostly I'm awake because it's so hot, and I'm just not able to sleep, and so it's it's a transition. So, do they have? Do they have? Uh, you know, they have heated blankets. Do they have chilled blankets? Is that a thing? I'm sure they do. Well, it's Prime Day, Marty. Get on it. I'm 100% focused on this podcast right now at the moment. I am not searching the Prime Day. I already did my okay, shopping. Okay, well, at least make a note of it to look later. All right? I, I spent laser. My, laser focused. I'm, I spent my my vast educator fo- uh, fortune on uh, a few things already today. So, um, yeah. But uh, other highlights. What'd you buy? Uh, I just purchased uh, Lord of the Rings Extended Edition Blu-ray and all the Harry Potters on Blu-ray. And then um, I missed. Have you read the Harry Potter books? I have. I have. Ooh, good, 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 good. Um, 
and then uh which i'll tell you something funny that i found on reddit um i don't remember all the passages but they were talking about uh replacing the word uh dick in a passage wherever you see wand and it had some pretty hysterical um passages that were taken you know that's a children's book marty Yes, I do, but I wasn't the one who created this this thought. Um, but the one that actually made me laugh out loud was the scene where uh, Ron Ron's wand breaks, and he's like, "It's it's in pieces. It's it's barely hanging on by." It's it's a good one. I'll I'll see if I can't find that again and. Was that your authentic recreate, uh, recreation of the scene? Of or the passage uh, in the book? Of Weasley. Oh, oh, there was another one of uh, Harry first creating his Patronus and like nothing happening. And then um, this at the end of at the end of his wand, this uh, white thing comes out and then it. Yeah. This podcast rate is rated I, R now. <laughs> at some point we do need to do Harry Potter but there's so much we can do on Harry Potter in a podcast but it's been requested before that we talk um, about it well if um, I know we had requests for trivia uh, but a Harry Potter trivia I do not know my Harry Potter trivia so it might be an even match um, that could that could be um, actually real quick we did have one one request this week in person what do you guys do on road trips? Your best idea. This past time. Driving or not driving? Oh, man. Just to pass time? Listen to a book? Okay. No. It's not very okay. exciting. For There could be much more exciting things, I guess, but it does pass the time. I, I, I'm i all for it. I, I do listen to quite a few audiobooks. I, I enjoy it. No, window, windows down and... Car, car, our car trip karaoke whole time very loud. You know the world has to know my horrible singing. Warns off deer too in the wilderness. You guys should try it. Hmm. So one day, <laughs> one day you'll be blessed. Well, actually, no, we're going to Montana here in a few weeks. Shit, yeah, we are. Yeah. For what? A uh, concert. Me and Marty are going to go visit a buddy and go to a concert. Mm. Which, uh, yeah, uh, might mean we might have some guests on that podcast um, one. Um, but, yeah. Uh, uh, no, we're probably just going to do the podcast beforehand. You don't want to do a podcast and include Jake as another guest and AJ? I would love to, but I think just the logistics of it don't make much sense. We'd have to take away stuff and yeah, I'd yeah. rather just get something hashed out beforehand and be able to release it while we're gone. So I'm anyways. trying. I'm trying, Jake. I'm trying. Well, um, I do to make have you famous, Jake. I do have one follow up from an article. Um, in doing this week's research on articles, uh, real quick, I want to oh, bring God. up. No, uh, one of the ones we kind of posted uh, was a. A Canadian guy who missed uh, payment because he wasn't living in the house for at the time he was living out of country um, in Vancouver and so 
uh, it's a $20 million house and the guy's wife is now suing Vancouver for $200,000 for um, the mispayment thing. So anywho, that, that situation is ongoing if you uh, care, but that's the, that's the update to that situation. $200,000 for what mispayment? Yeah, it was a, it was a fine for, uh, um, it was like for not living in the house. Um, so a lot of cities now, if you don't live in the house, um, that you're taking up cause then you're buying, essentially it's, you're buying up property and nobody's living in it and anything. And it's raising the price of houses and, and whatnot in the community. Hmm. Um, and so because they weren't living there or hadn't lived there in or so much that there was a fine that the city of Vancouver put on and then they, um, huh. they missed the payment because they weren't in the country. Um, right. And, and that so, was an article we talked about. Yes. Very briefly. It was a filler oh, article. I don't remember. Um, Neither Van- do I. Yeah. Vancouver's but, governor. Sure, <laughs> you sure that wasn't your other podcast with those other guys? Because I have so many. <laughs> yeah, no, it was the week that I wasn't here that you guys didn't tell anybody I was gone. That's the week we did this <laughs> article. Um, but Vancouver's government ruled that uh, he's subject to empty homes tax, which requires owners uh, pay uh, 1% of their property value for unoccupied homes. So. Wow. There you go. That's Um, interesting. Yep. Anywho, there you go. Consider us updated. Yep, you're updated. I know you cared so much about it. And for any (laughs) listeners out there, be careful if you're going to buy a home, make sure you live in it. Yeah, don't, don't just leave that thing unattended. You, Marty, you, I know you were interested in buying a home. Make sure you remember to live in it. Mm-hmm. I'm working on that. Prices went up here, like, drastically. Stupid people buying houses and not living them, living in them here. Yeah. I was reading an article uh, a couple of days ago about pri- house prices again and how they think they're about to spike a little. Um, same reason. There's, there's lack of inventory. Yeah, I'm just... Maybe going to wait till another housing market bubble burst here in, in like five years. <laughs> Did I ever tell you the story about when I bought my house? No, no. No. So uh, we moved to a house closer to my daughter's school. Um, and we bought this house that I'm now living in which we ended up getting off the bank because it was a bank-owned property because it had been repossessed. Um, The previous owner had just, you know, defaulted on the mortgage, didn't pay, and uh, eventually, I think after about six months of of letters, just walked, um, took all his stuff, left the house, didn't didn't sell it, didn't take his name off it, Mm -hmm. but just defaulted on the whole thing. and then the house was empty, and during the period that it was empty, a credit card fraud operation ring uh, moved into the house while the bank, it was just sitting there, it's foreclosed, right, uh, and used the house to operate a, a credit card fraud activity, um, 
and in doing so pretty much you know trashed a fair amount of it because most you know they, they didn't care about the house really mm-hmm. and uh, eventually yeah it's not theirs and they're obviously also into crime um and uh yeah so then they got uh the police raided them i think after they got you know enough evidence and figured out what was going on they found out they were here they raided them and my front door still has the sort of this the signs of the raid so to speak um and then the bank once they got them out because i guess the bank probably were involved somehow and then the bank came and they fixed it up and they sold it um which was good for us because the bank when the bank sells it they tend to sell it a little bit less because they just want to get a good creditor and they want to get it off their hands yeah they um, want it off the books. yeah so it's not like super cheap but you get a little little mini discount um so that was cool but yeah it was quite funny and then you know all the neighbors for months after moving in oh there was the old the, the, you know there were all the tales of, of the credit card ring and the, the the raid um and also the previous owner apparently who was somewhat controversial so yep that was my house so you've been welcome to that neighborhood with open arms then i take it yeah i mean i guess so like you know you can't really be much worse right i guess <laughs> mm-hmm. well that's good why don't you uh amazon prime a new door Doors are no. expensive. I did look at getting a new door. A front a front door, they're very expensive, man. Like, I was shocked how much they cost. Like, and plus you have to get an installation. And I spoke to a few people who do work and, you know, I'll do DIY stuff. But um, most people I spoke to said that they wouldn't recommend doing your own front door because it's quite a thing. Um, Why can't you just buy a back door and put it on the front? Shit, that's a great idea. I like it. I like it. There has to be some sort of discount, you know? Yeah, that's a good idea, man. It's probably actually a really good reason. But how, no, how I think hard just, is it to hang a door? They're just hard to fit. So hanging a door is easy, an internal door easy. But front door, they said don't. Don't bother. Pay someone. And paying someone here, you're looking at six to $600 to $1,000 just, just for that labor, plus another... 1500 to 5000 depending on how crazy you go on the door so i'm looking at no like way. a few g's for a front door yeah dude serious but i mean i think if you go to home Depot, you can get like Depot. a front door for like 400 dollars. but unfortunately my my better half won't go for that so i have to I'll, i would have to shell a little on the door and then the labor and so on so what i did instead was i painted the door um and I used a, a big mallet to hammer in because it kind of was off its hinges and then screwed it in. So it's sort of like hacked together. But it looks actually quite nice after I painted it. Well, what kind of front door do you want? You want a modern one, a classic front door, a mid-century? Like what? What are we working with here? Uh, we, we never got that far, honestly. We looked at a couple and it's like, oh, God, these are expensive. And then I'm like, what about this one? Like $500? No, it's disgusting. I can't, but, I can't help that, you if you don't know. No, you can't. Whatever, Marty TJ likes me. Anyone. I'll put. I'll put in. I'll put in what I think. I mean, I haven't even seen your house, but I'm gonna. We're gonna go mid-century here. Okay. Okay. You're not. Well, I mean, there's six hundred, <laughs> six fifty, or uh, twelve hundred, but it comes with the side window things. Yeah, we we have that. We have that side window on both sides, so you'd have to get that too. Otherwise, you'd get a 
that'd be kind of cool a really wide door and do people do that not really mm. like yeah do they I mean huh. uh, people do it but it's just more expensive of course because it's uh, a bigger piece of wood well mm-hmm. a bigger piece of wood and then it's not traditional size right so yeah. you know. custom fit probably so the framing is going to be different yeah yeah all right. Well, okay. Well, you just keep us updated on your door situation there, Neil. But it sounds yeah, like yeah. you have it in hand right now. I mean, the whole point of the story wasn't to talk about doors, <laughs> but to tell you about That's the, where cred- we're at. We're at the credit card, uh, the credit card guys. But I mean, I don't know. I think that conversation about doors can, you know, you know, can go either way. So. Yeah. <laughs> doors can go places. Um, just depends on which ones you open. You know, but we did we did not talk about one thing. We did not ask Andrew about his week. We missed nope. that. It's so Andrew, my week's usually boring. There's nothing to report. Uh, this week, I did go to a few beer breweries, tried some new beer. Of course, that's just pretty usual. What else happened? Oh, I I, I got a chance to ride a CBR 600 for the first time. That was really fun. Um. It's a kind of motorcycle, motorcycle like a sport bike. Uh, mm-hmm. Wasn't entirely too comfortable though, so I'd have to get used to that. Anyways, that was my week. Pretty boring. Okay. Well, what else is new? What else do you want to? What else is new? Well, I forgot I was going to Montana. I didn't forget I was going. I just kind of forgot how quick it was coming up. So we should probably start planning that. Yeah, we um, should. Um, it's in. Uh, uh, my calendar's out of date, but it's one two. How does your calendar go out of date? Because there's only... It's not like a tire that goes flat. There's only four months on the on the calendar and... There's 12 I'm, months in the calendar. Not the dry erase one that I have to change every four months. Oh. Oh, dear. So the last month I have on there is July, so... Yeah. I'm in that world. I, I have a single month one. For many months, I was really on top of it, but then... I just scrubbed it yesterday, but I think it was back on like January. Yeah, I should really scrub mine and get the next uh, section up. So it's be... in August, August eleventh. Yes, it's a Sunday, <laughs> so it'll probably leave Friday and come back Monday. So we could record on Saturday. There, just saying, just throwing that out there. But does he have internet podcast plans podcasts i think so i'm pretty sure he has internet i'm pretty sure he doesn't on account if he really wanted to be on the podcast he would be on the podcast already jake (laughs) hit us up (laughs) jake if you want to be on the podcast come on we'd love to have you you need two things oh you need many things actually you need an internet a voice box a microphone a computer or a phone and that's it. It's true. That's it. And and speakers. Personality is optional. Oh, Jake has Jake has plenty of personality. That's for sure. So uh, we have had some some requests for uh to have guest appearances. Anderson uh would like to be on one time. Uh, I'm not even sure if Anderson's still listening to this. Anderson, if you are, get at us. Um, Julio too, Jake too. Oh, okay. All right. Well, um, we'll get some some guys on whenever they, you know, get their life together. But we are going to have a couple guests, 
Hopefully. So more on that later. Mm-hmm. These are not people that we know. No. It's going to so be fun. Get- it's, I'm, I'm really excited about these guests uh, that we're going to have. Um, yeah. So, was- I mean, hopefully next week, maybe, but it, it could be any time within the next month, I'd say. So... Uh, but yeah, no, you guys should really look forward to it. It's going to be a riveting uh, listen. Uh, just good is story. It? It's it is a, a good story. story. Um, yeah. I found it and I sent it to Andrew. Well, I sent it to Neil too. Um, I know Andrew read it. Uh, Neil, did you read it? I didn't read it, no. <laughs> <laughs> this whole look, time, guys, just like, I have look, no idea what they're talking about. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. And when, and I know, well, yeah. I know the story, but I don't. I didn't read all. I didn't actually read the whole thing. Um, I'm a busy guy. Uh, so are we. TV shows to watch and doors to buy. You know, it's true. And kids true. to punt off on the grandparents. Yep, I got shit to do. Food to eat. Indian. We what? What about that Indian, Andrew? I know it's. I know it's a bit of a leap back, but I oh. am curious what you were going to say because Indian is my favorite food. It's it's one of my favorite too. That's all. I just anytime anyone talks about Indian food or brings it up, you want to eat it. I do. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm. I actually want it right now. I now I kind of want to go to get Indian food. But we oh. gotta finish this podcast. Yes, we do. This episode's going nowhere real fast. No, it's going somewhere right now. <laughs> so last week back. or the week before, we talked about the end of the world, signs of the end, and uh, we challenged you guys. Like I said, Meredith wanted the t-shirt. I'm sure Neil already made it and put it in the mail. Well, I wanted to, but I have to get the size. Oh, hey, send us your size. And uh, yeah, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, direct message us on the uh, on the Facebook or the Twitter, whichever. It was the Facebook that you uh, you got a hold of us on there. Um, send us a message on there and with your address, and we'll have Neil get that on the way. Um, don't worry, Andrew and I will read the message, and we'll make sure Neil gets told about <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll be fine. But so we we also did our own research um, and looked at a few articles. So. Uh, I mean, this doesn't even have to be a competition thing, really. It can just let let's see what we got. Let's see what we brought to the table. Hey, Neil, you want to go first? Let's have sure. Neil go first. Yeah, yeah. So mine is not a very upbeat one, but it is. It is, oh, uh, in my opinion, it does fit the characteristic of, of end of world type stuff, sort of. Um, so this is just social media, not video games, has been linked to depression in teens. Oh yeah. Um, and there's a huge uh, six-year study with over almost 4,000 people um, in Montreal and um, 31 schools, grades 7 to 11. Um, and they reported how many hours they were playing on social media, video games, TV, etc. And uh, they found that, uh, you know, increased symptoms of depression linked to being active on platforms such as Instagram where teens are more likely to compare their lives to glitzy images and you know mm-hmm. so kind of like that whole like my mm-hmm. life is amazing sort of thing yeah because no um, one puts their ugly part the ugly no. part of their life on on social media right right and that's and then people see it and go god that person has so many friends or that person has such a great amazing life and does so much cool stuff and then they feel bad about themselves yeah um, because they 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 buy into that the 
the edited version of that person's life. Mm-hmm. So there. That's that's true. That's a good one. I, I wouldn't have thought to pick an article like that, but it, it's definitely true. I know people that... Um, there are life I know is... people that have talked about, you know, just wanting to get away from social media or just getting away from the phone for a while. And not just, you know, social media apps, but that screen time where you're kind mm-hmm. of disconnecting yourself from everyone else, you know. Yeah. See, that's... Why don't look at our Facebook and Twitter feed? <laughs> yeah, well, this is for loyal this fan is... service. <laughs> Come on. There is a wonderful documentary called Screenagers, which talks about uh, getting and the use of screens and teenagers. And one of the things, like, you see just kind of how violent and how determined and reliant teenagers are on that social media presence and everything. And, right. like, just like the night and day difference between the kids. It was like, Oh, and then I downloaded a screen tracking app, um, a while ago. And I was like, man, I look at my phone a lot and emails and other things. And it's like, but I, I got rid of it. Cause it also registered every time you looked or like you turned the screen looked at the up. time. Yeah. And I, during program while I'm working, like sometimes I do have my phone and I look at the time. And so it was registering every single time. And even just buy a ten dollar watch for a week and just see what it comes out at, though. Well, I have my Fitbit, so so like, but what do, you, do you have an iPhone or an Android? iPhone, and then I got rid of the app too when iPhone came up, where they are now uh, sending you diagnostics yeah, of how often. they do it. All yeah, it's so, built in now, right? Mm-hmm. And you can turn off apps too, so you can right. turn off the, the the clock. Um, just one last thing on that article, which I personally kind of like, which is that. They did say, despite the fact that, you know, the social platforms are uh, linked to depression, um, kids that play video games did not have those depressive symptoms um, because they suggest, and from what they learned, is that the average gamer is actually not socially isolated. It's not a socially isolating activity, and that more than 70% of gamers play with other people um, online or in person yeah um hey so i'm not isolated cool yeah we're, we play basically it's cool to play video games well right. i mean even Which, you know it is you know it's, it is yeah <laughs> well i mean we do it whether it's cool or not but i mean i just yes I, uh most people play with other people nowadays you know online gaming is huge and i think it's just a you know, you're playing with friends, so rather than playing split screen GoldenEye, you know, people are playing over the internet nowadays. And I think also there's a lot more acceptance, like even towards single player video games, because single player video games are just it's just another medium like a story, you know, it's a, good a really good one where you can actually right. you know explore that story and use it's your like mind. It's like a movie that you play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so it, it's become more accepted as to i mean it's not the same thing as reading a book obviously you know for the development of you know a kid's mind um but as far as entertainment goes i think it's it's yeah. making its way into being more and more acceptable well i'm gonna fully admit too that i'm terrible at rocket league we covered that but one of the reasons i keep playing it is because i can connect with you guys and you live hours away from me so without yeah, that yeah i mean that, I, it's a frankly, way frankly to... that's that's the thing isn't it it's like playing on your own like would be boring god i'd rank up so quick 
<laughs> no, you would rank <laughs> up quicker could not playing with so me. Lonely? You could play fine with Neil, but don't play with me and then you'd be fine. Uh, no. Yeah, no. It's, I mean, uh, it's good to be able to keep in contact with people. I used to play with this kid named Jake. You know, I grew up with him, but then he decided to stop playing. <clears throat> so I think he's getting it this episode. A, a lack of internet or high speed internet consistently has played into that. Okay, well, high speed internet is probably needed for voice too, right? Mm-hmm. All right. At that point, it's a four way Skype call. Does Take down the Jake entire I, state of Montana. Is this Jake? I live on the top of Mount Everest or something. Is Mount Everest in Montana? I think it is. <laughs> All right, yeah, that, that's a fact. Yeah. Okay, All I'm right. gonna move on to my my sign of the world ending. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So he 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 told us the article. And sign of the time end. Why is it a sign of the time ending, though? Quick, concise, not, if you want. It's not. It's not actually a sign of the world ending, but it's a. It's one of those articles. You know, it's not one of those upbeat articles. It's kind of like society. It's a dystopic article, right? Um, doesn't bode well for the for the younger generation that they're um, sucked into this okay. addictive, you know, um, ecosystem. It's a problem. I think it's a social problem. Okay. Um, yes. Alright. Well, um mine's gonna be an upbeat article and you'll see why. Um Porn and Netflix are killing the planet as new study reveals streaming produces three hundred million tons of CO two each year. So uh the article goes on to say that uh roughly eight wow. percent of the CO two that is emitted or uh, put into the air. One um, percent of that of that uh, CO two of that eight percent or one one eighth of that is um, due what? to Netflix, and the other one percent is due to porn being streamed online. So, um, so hold on. What total percentage of CO two is attributable attributable to netflix and porn so one percent of one eighth of a percent or one so out the math there's eight percent <laughs> of the world's co2 pollution that is produced mm-hmm. right is uh produced through the use of electronics okay okay, okay. But that, that's use of, of electronics total. but right. then okay what percentage of that eight percent is streaming so there's one percent about to netflix and about another one percent to porn so it's one percent of one of eight percent so it's no so um, no no it's two percent of eight (laughs) percent so each is one percent oh it's the whole one percent of okay right yeah all right all right right. and so 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 forget the eight percent then it's just one percent of co2 emissions are to netflix right one percent is to porn and one percent of all emissions but here's the thing: one percent of the CO two emissions is the equivalent of what Belgium produces in a year. Sure. So the amount of porn or Netflix streamed essentially produces enough. Each of those produces enough CO two to equal what Belgium produces as a whole. Right. So it's a uh, very odd, odd article, isn't it? So, uh, porn and because because some percent of that one percent is from Belgium. Yeah, but porn is uh, <laughs> porn and Netflix are killing the planet. So that's a sign of the apocalypse right there. 
causing global climate change. What if uh, Netflix offered porn? Would that help? <laughs> I think they would skyrocket. <laughs> they would just get the 2%. But here's the thing I don't like about those articles is they're kind of like the... Um, so let's just say Netflix died and okay. porn went away. There's still 98% of <laughs> CO2 in the atmosphere. But let's face it, Netflix and porn are not going away. No, they're not. But my point is, is that the 2% is just 2%. So I'm all in favor of, yeah, you know, every little bit does matter. But all what right. about the other 98%? Well, there you go. Andrew, what do you got? <laughs> um, Just for the curious, the population of Belgium is... Uh, about 6 million? 11.35 as uh, of 2017. Boo. uh okay my article this this uh this is what i took as the end of times are near the sign of the times here so seals can now copy human speech and sing star wars theme tune a new study says (laughs) so st andrews university i believe it was in scotland um they're studying this and they have found that gray seals are able to, you know, mimic human sounds as far as, you know, vowels. And then they can also repeat simple tunes. And so they did like Twinkle Twinkle Little Star and Star Wars. And so um, it was an article from what, the 20th of June from Sky News. If you guys want to look it up and I'll probably put in some of the sounds because there's a video that showed them actually doing it. So I'll, I'll put some of those in here. But yeah, so that's that's a sign of the end of times is because while I was reading this, I was thinking a sign of evolution what if douglas adams was sort of correct but a little bit wrong it's not it's not the dolphins it's the The seals seals that are gonna leave us you know and they could have talked the whole time and we just didn't know it so now that we actually know they can talk it's just a matter of time before they leave and we're taken out for you know intergalactic highway and thanks for all the fish Hmm. remember your towels i like the link there that's that's very creative so, all right. Yeah, thanks for all the fish. Well, guys, we're <laughs> we're gonna put those all up the... on the Facebook so you guys can vote on which one is the sure sign of. What? The... No, this isn't a competition. Come on now. Everything's a competition. Life is competition, Andrew. I'm gonna vote for my own. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> these are those are very good. Um, I like. I, I had a lot of fun looking these up. Like, there's. How much time did you devote to looking this up, though? Um, two, three hours. I really wanted to find one that was. Uh, um, I mean, yours is very unique. It was unique, and I think. Um, what's funny what is like what was your one again? <laughs> mine's oh, yeah. mine's about uh, porn and Netflix killing the world. Oh, yeah, you know, that um, was a conversation five minutes ago. I have a very. 
ruined short-term memory. We established Neil does not listen to anything I say. No, I, I listen to every word. I just, my short, my memory falters. I now know what it's like to be married and not be listened to. You all. are to Neil as Stranger Things is to you. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Oh, speaking of TV, I know we've been here, but I did. I am watching Chernobyl, and it is really good. Just Where are you at on it? About halfway through now. I like about that you know that we've been there, but we had to remind you that we had been there last night. <laughs> I know. I forgot that you guys. Well, I knew you had seen it, Marty. I knew you had seen it, but I wasn't sure that Andrew had seen it. Um, despite apparently being told that multiple times on the podcast. Okay, so talk us through it. Where are you at? You're halfway through. Uh, so I'm halfway through. I'm at the part where the miners have been going into the um, digging un- under the concrete pad. Uh, it's a pretty brutal. Um, just the the show itself, you know, it's it's just it's well done, right? But the fact that it's based on a real thing just somewhat blows my mind. Like they did a really good job of 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 communicating the gravity and the the sheer um you know ridiculousness of that situation i Mm -hmm. I feel so it was well acted and it really makes you think holy crap like that's some that's some pretty scary stuff did did you notice the the i can't remember the the name of the the dog gerard 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 harris uh maybe i already told you but he he plays uh anderson dawes in uh in Mad Men. No 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 in the expanse. Oh in the oh that, yeah yeah Anderson yeah yeah that's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah cuz he he was in Mad Men too, right? I I haven't seen Mad Men. Okay. Yeah, he was the guy who hung himself in Mad Men I think at the end. Oh. The guy that came uh, spoilers. Into, yeah. Yeah, spoilers for Mad Jeez. Men. Um yeah yeah but in the oh the expanse we keep bringing it up when are they going to release the next season? I don't know. Need it. I need it. I'm and, on the, oh, you know, we talked about it before. Sorry. Uh, I did also start watching that Barry on HBO. Barry is good. It's, actu- it's actually great. It's like, I, I think it's kind of a, it's such a stupid concept. Um, and I think it's funny. Anyway, sorry, Andrew. Oh, on. I was going to say, I'm almost, I'm part, uh, I'm probably like three quarters of the way through on the second book of the series. So the expanse series. So I'm getting uh, I'm getting ready for that. Uh, I'm hoping to have them all finished by the time the next season comes out. But if is, I, are you anywhere in the book that has content that isn't in the shows? No, no. Um, no. It's no. I'm still very much within the show. Um, okay. And so far, the first book was pretty pretty close to um, pretty close to the show, which is nice. There's little little things here and there that are different but for the most part they've been tracking very similarly from what i remember of the show it's been a while since i watched it cool so yeah i love that show that's what they should have released for prime day because it's now amazon is the production mm-hmm. studio well that if, should be but if you're a prime member you can just stream it for free or stream I it agree, free. But, but they should have been like prime day and to to celebrate here is the season four of the expanse this is true Yay. that'd be good they dropped the ball uh let them take their time we gotta make it good don't game of thrones it 
true. Game of Thrones was fine, Marty. I know. I, I, I didn't hate the ending like everybody else did. I thought it was fine. But I'm in Why the minority. Why say it, Marty? Because our no, other the, listeners... No, at least two-thirds of this... Well, we we talked about this, didn't we? Yeah, yeah so we uh, did. I, yeah. So, I mean, the majority of the people on this podcast think it was all right. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was fine. Um, this is a giant sample size. Yeah. It is very applicable to the real world. So It could have been better, but could have been worse. I think it's just sour grapes for some people. All right. You guys we ready just, for the article for the week? We just did three articles. <laughs> you mean you're going to rob Marty of his segment? No. Can't do that. I mean, I... I could. You could. I'm just saying we're we're getting on 50, 50 minutes here, and so this would be the moment where it just cuts off, and I'm like, "Hey, Editor Andrew here. We're not going to do Marty's <laughs> today." <laughs> you okay, this one. This, so I in my research of all the other things, I I read up on meth gators, um, dogs getting high on human feces, and then the article that really gravitated uh... towards me. Um, that one's from Colorado, by the way. Um, big surprise. Um, but the article that really gravitated towards me um, is because I didn't know this was a thing um, to the level that it is. Uh, but here's the title of the article. Co-ed college Quidditch teams tackling gender inequality in sports. I didn't know that it was as big as it is either. Did you know that colleges have Quidditch teams? I, I knew yeah. there was an actual Quidditch sport. I didn't know that there's like club teams for colleges. So do you do you understand how the actual game of Quidditch works? I loosely yes. I mean, I've seen the movies and I've read the books. So no, 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 not not the movies or the books because it's it's entirely different. Because the the Quidditch in the movies and the books, like the books, that's a stupid game. Makes no sense to format a game that way. Then I'm going to say no, because I have not, like, I, I, I figured they were just running around with brooms between their legs, and then somebody <laughs> is trying to find the, the snitch on, <laughs> It's a like, giant game of hide and seek. Yeah, and, like, they've <laughs> hidden they've hidden the snitch somewhere in the field, and that's, they're trying to, it's like, somebody's pre, <laughs> pre, pre-hid the, the snitch, and then they're, they're being able to bludgeon people legally. Um, I, mean, I bet it's probably just predominantly quaffle based. Yeah, with the uh, main ball. Um, anyways, so there's co-ed Quidditch teams, and they're tackling gender inequality. Yeah, how? Um, in that teams have to be made up of mixed genders, and that um, teams are not trying to stack lineups overly with one gender or not um says no what matters is a player's work ethic dedication performance on the pitch all of which are determined are not determined by gender um and so like right right but (laughs) quoted in this article our vice president of the miami university of ohio the university of virginia team captain uh harvard team captain i mean it goes on um Tufts University um, goes on to say general are the clear roles on gender are rarely crossed. 
um, as well. So it's like it, it's an interesting read in that they're they're saying that they they don't want to have the split between the genders and have a men's only game and a women's only game, and that having both is really good and all this other stuff. But then they go. Well, so on are and there say, rules that dictate there has to be an even split? I believe so. I believe there has to be a f- um, so many females. So regardless that are of what gender, the if there's if there's I don't know how many people say five people on a team. If they happen to be the same gender but are excelling, you said performance on the field, mm-hmm. and you said their worth work ethic. What else did you say, or whatever? Uh, dedication. dedication. So if it just happens to be that five happen to be the same gender, they can't do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's th- as they said, a member of a Harvard team agreed that co-ed teams help reduce inequality in sports but also acknowledge that Quidditch isn't a utopia, along with teams uh, rarely effectively choosing to play non-males over males. Uh, Maddow said positions aren't created equal, and then goes on to say that the goalie is typically a male um, because they have to be a little bit more physical to prevent goals from being scored. And then um, another position, the scoring position or seeker, um, because they need longer arms have to be typically uh, taller that those are usually males as well. So it's, I mean, what are your guys' thoughts on this? On, on stupid. Qu- on Quidditch <laughs> is what it is. Uh, yeah. Like I, trying to I, be the, the, the gender balancing sport. Um, Cause you know, we're 50 years up on title nine here. Like, and it, and we're talking about the U.S. women's national soccer team um, needing to be paid as equal to the men's team because they out-earn the men. They out-draw the men in ratings and everything and attendance, and they're getting paid a lot less than the men, and the men are less successful. And here we're... Well, I mean, I would completely agree that that's, it's almost a different issue. Like, if, if they're bringing in better ratings, then and getting paid less then yeah that seems like a gross inequality to me um better ratings here in the states though sure sure but we, again it depends where you're getting paid and who you're getting paid by right so yeah um but well that we gotta tackle like one inequality. thing at a time what are we tackling yeah, yeah that would just seem like an inequality uh but quidditch a sport with males and females and any other gender designation on the same in the same game at the same time um there aren't too many sports and really that fit that category right so quidditch being a completely bullshit made up sport from a fucking kids book but um, it's not the same as the kids book it's an actual sport with actual no no yeah yeah yeah. so whatever this is my point is is it can be made into that right so it's like they have that they have that flexibility to say yeah okay we can we can make it this um so that's fine i mean good if that's what if that's what they want to do um performance wise i mean that in essence then there is no inequality in quidditch in quidditch because that's how they've made it um but you're not going to see this in other sports right it's not like you're going to get uh basketball and men women's sports are very unlikely to co-mingle to the point to to they're not going to become co-ed right it's not like the lakers are going to be co-ed in five years um so what's to address there the i think the the thing to address is the inequality of pay 
but I do think that pay has to be related to ratings. So if the if a woman's sport is bringing in more than men's, women should get paid more. If men are bringing in, you know, it should be commensurate to the to the money that it brings in is what yeah, the ideally the athlete should get. But I, I don't know. I guess I haven't seen any numbers on what the U.S. women's brought in compared to men, but just the actual size and the money put into the FIFA's Women's World Cup versus the FIFA men's, it's entirely different, unfortunately, because sure. the women have been way more fun to watch. Right. So they put I agree put less into the women's, but the, yet the women... Um, well, the, there's less, mo- yeah. There's less money yeah. overall in that tournament, and so, right, you know, I mean, I, but that's that's not any that's not specifically the U.S. Right? That's just no. soccer in general. Exactly. That's that I'm saying yeah. the FIFA World Cup. You know, uh, the entire thing for women. But I, uh, I think it's growing. It's still growing. I, I go to more women's soccer games than I do men's here. But well, you got so, Rapino I mean, playing in in Seattle, so uh, Tacoma. Tacoma, but I mean, it's, I don't know. Oh, the I mean, whole I think pay the other thing. thing. The other thing to remember is that a lot m- more men, audience-wise, I'm sure it's skewed towards men, right? So sport in general. So you're always going to have uh, a more male audience in the first place, which I think you'll find, you know, ten is going to tend to favor sport uh man's version of a sport over woman's um mainly because um you know if you're talking athletes athletics any kind of physical games um men do perform better right they yeah. do no it's so biological so when you're a fan you want to see the best that a human can be at least that's how i see it like if i'm watching a hundred meter sprint I'll happily watch the both the men and the women, but the men are faster. So that is yeah. you as a fan. That's you seeing the fastest. Um, uh, yeah, I don't disagree yeah. with that, but I also think people like to see something that's competitive, and that's you know partly why I've sure. been watching so much. I, I I won't say so much, but say women's soccer. But Marty, what about you? You brought this up. What are your thoughts? I think it's kind of funny that we're talking about Quidditch to be the equalizer in this. Well, like I mean, aspect. as far as, um, and like, I, uh, that's why this brought to my attention. Cause I did play Frisbee in college and there's an open league where there's it, it's predominantly men's teams. Women are able to play on those teams, but the open league is, they can't call it a men's league as we call it open league. And then right. there's co-ed or club, mm-hmm. um, where usually you have, a you have it's in the team's interest whoever's on on the receiving of the of the disc sets um like the their roster and usually the other team matches um in gender of what's going so sometimes you go four women or you go five women or five guys and and three i mean i think there's a rule that you can only you have a half a minimum of three of each gender or something um Unless the other team doesn't have enough to feel it. Anywho, it doesn't matter. But then there's a separate women's league where men are not allowed to play in that league at all. And so it's... Uh, so what's the point of calling it an open league? And it's open to anybody. And so... Why can't you just have men, women's, and co-ed? I, 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 I do not know. And it's it is it's puzzled it is me an for a while. Thing. 
Um, so, and I, I will say that going back to like the different sports and what we're talking about with who is the better athlete, it, it comes down, I think, to the sport in which you're playing. Um, gen- if we're talking like a hundred meter dash, objectively, men are going to be faster. Usain Bolt is faster than the fastest woman. Um, but if we're talking like figure skating, I'm going to be less inclined to watch male figure skating. I'm I'm just throwing that out there. That's the most sexist thing you've said today. <laughs> but I'm saying it de- it depends on the sport. Gymnastics. Uh like the the gymnastics person from UCLA who scored a perfect 10. Uh, like I'm going to be more it, apt to watch yeah. that sport because than the than the male version because of who the better performer is for that particular endeavor um it that that's what i would i would watch so um and and it just so happens with with u.s soccer the the men are just terrible and the the girl soccer so so much more in invigorating and just more fun to watch the the you know it's it's a different style game um but it's just as physical it's just as and so yeah What's I, weird about that, though, is that you're right in that it is probably a more competitive game, and um, because they're so good, it's probably more enjoyable to watch the women's soccer. And I, but if the women played the men, the men would win I, easily. I do enjoy... Which is kind of interesting. I do enjoy watching the women's softball World Series for college, um, just like I will like watching the college baseball World Series. Like To me, that's the epitome of, of that, and so... Um, and you know, I remember when Jenny Finch, uh, was pitching against Albert Pujols and some other people and, you know, she struck out Albert Pujols on three pitches. Like it just depends on what, what we're talking about. Um, but out of as much as I, I, I'm, I'm in, I'm interested in this article. It does bring up a, a, a lot of like red flags for me because it just, as much as they're trying to say it's very inclusive and everything, they also go in to say that the men typically have a certain spot where they play them more often and that the they'll play a woman as a seeker when they're giving their number one seeker a break or trying to play more defensively or not looking for the, for the snitch. And it's like, then you're not doing what you're saying you're doing by making them equal. So it's a it's a catch twenty two. Anyway, well, not a catch twenty two. The whole thing here, catch twenty two is the wrong term. (laughs) Anyways, you're the reason why you brought this up. There's a co-ed Quidditch teams in college trying to solve gender inequality by the Mm -hmm. way they're structuring this. Right? Are they? But we talked about gender inequality in terms of pay, and we kind of danced around this. Do you think they're doing anything for gender inequality this way? For Quidditch? No, I don't think this is paid at all. I No, 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 not 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 paid. No. I'm not not talking about pay. I'm just saying is this is this helping anything or is this just an article? <laughs> <laughs> now we ended up talking. It's 20 a minutes poignant on. question right there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I think it's helping to have the conversation, Andrew. 
Okay. All right. Well, just the one thing it has made me wonder is, honestly, how the fuck do you play real life Quidditch? Well, that was the first question I asked. <laughs> yeah. I know, but we don't know that. I don't know how you that, play Quidditch. So. I didn't know. Yeah. Like, I I vaguely remember that people were kind of doing this, and I was like, okay, this is going to be over. And then the photo that they have in here is from the Quidditch World Championship or Quidditch Cup in New York from 2010. And here we are. We're still talking about this nine years later after they had four. So that means it started in 2006. Like hmm. 13 years. Like Crazy. What? I, I'm, <laughs> I'd love to know how, how to play real Quidditch. There's, I, uh, it is a team of seven players mounted on broomsticks. Oh, they really are on broomsticks, Andrew. They really are. Yeah. On a hockey rink-sized pitch. Based on the J.K. Rowling thing, uh, so, so are they just waddling around with broomsticks between their legs? Ca- you know, it looks like dodgeball on a field with broomsticks. Is what the pictures look like to me. Um, it's a rectangle field. Chasers or keepers must get the quaffle. A def- slightly deflated volleyball. Oh, they throw them into hoops. Okay, so it's fine. This. this what about the seat? The, you know what the little guy what's the little guy called the, the snitch the snitch if you can if you can have a, a world champion snitch. uh quidditch cup it's a tennis ball if you can have it's a world a champion ball. quidditch cup it or incorporate itself into the game uh it's a tennis ball placed at the bottom of a long of a yellow long pouch which is attached to the back of the snitch runner shorts so each team must have a snitch runner or <laughs> and then you put it in their shorts as if it were a tail they may do everything in their power to protect the snitch from being caught from the seekers by pushing, punching, running, or throwing the player's broom away. Um, <laughs> I throw your broom away, sir. Um, only seekers may advance towards the snitch or the snitch runner, and no forceful contact with the snitch runner is allowed. Uh, you must catch it within a certain period of time. Uh, the game ends when one of the sneakers grabs the snitch, awarding 30 points. Some leagues are tinkering with snitch rules. For example, in 2019, Major League Quidditch made the snitch worth 40 points. What? There's Major League Quidditch? (laughs) (laughs) Shut the front door. Major League Quidditch. Yep. Uh, Okay, so that's how it is. So some dude runs around with a pouch on his butt. uh, Or woman, sorry. That that has a tennis ball in it. And people run around with... um, broomsticks and that dude or woman protruding uh, from their legs in a phallic looking manner this is great we just (laughs) i need to see youtube videos of this game being played this sounds awesome (laughs) if we can have major league quidditch let's have major league calvin ball let's let's bring back calvin ball i guys i don't know what that is you don't know what calvin ball is good article no. Is it a Calvin and Hobbes thing? Yeah, Calvin it? and Hobbes. They make up the rules as they go. Oh, so there is an International Quidditch Association, uh, which is the central governing body for Quidditch worldwide and helps coordinate with the national associations through the uh, International Quidditch Association Congress. All right, wow. so and Neil has moved World on Cup. from Prime Day to looking up Quidditch <laughs> in the real world. We've lost him, folks. We've lost it's him. It's fascinating. It's fascinating. I think that I'm just done. means we I should sign off for the day. Yeah. But 
Yeah, I'm glad we could give our listeners some insight into the real sport of Quidditch. The real sport Thank of Quidditch. Mind. There's there's a lot there to discuss and unpack, probably. If you guys want to talk about it, you know where to find us at Offshore Plans say, on Twitter. Okay. What was that, Neil? I was going to say one thing which occurred to me, because before we knew the rules there, I was wondering, how do they do the snitch? And I figured maybe it was a mini drone that some dude is flying around on the side of the field. Kind of like and... uh, advanced pinata. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And and maybe it ha- can only go like... I think that w- that could be an altern- alternative. Uh, a future. That's a future for Quidditch right there. Drones. All right. Anyway. Before before we sign we, off, here's a, yeah. our joke of the week. What do cows no, no, like no, being told jokes? No, no. Because they like being amused. Get it. Anyways, like I said on Twitter, you can find us if you want to talk about more about anything we discussed in today's episode. You can also find us on Facebook at Plans Are Optional. Alright, guys. What a train wreck. Until next time. Oh my goodness. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.